Hello, Doug. Hello, Karen. Happy New Year, Karen. Happy New Year to our listeners. We are here. We have made it to 2021. 2021. Here we are. Best year ever. Can't be the worst. No, it definitely can't be the worst. So, um, so hey. 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 Um, what you been watching over this oh, long holiday? Well, I have to say, I didn't really have a respite. I worked through both of the, the holiday weeks, but, you know, we did have kind of a long-ish weekend. We were able to catch up on a, a few binges of TV that had been on our list for a bit. Um, so I'm happy to say we watched The Undoing. On I was the curious o. about that. How much do you know about it? Very little, except that it's got Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. It does. And it does. It's uh, an adaptation of a novel called You Should Have Known by Jean Half Hanf Korlitz. And I know that some major changes have been made in the adaptation, which David E. Kelly did. Um, but it is about a very prominent Upper East Side Manhattan couple. She is a therapist and he is a child oncologist. Um, and they are society people. And she seems to come from a ton of money. Donald Sutherland is her father and he seems to own all of the East Side and all of the Hamptons. Um, the two of them, the Hugh Grant character and the Nicole Kidman character, met at Harvard Med School. Like, they have a beautiful brownstone and a cute son. Um, and all of a sudden, the Hugh Grant character disappears the same time they find out that one of the other parents of a fellow student has been found murdered. Um, the Hugh Grant character will resurface, but then there are allegations that he is the one who committed the murder. And so then the bulk of the miniseries is Nicole Kidman's character finding out more about Hugh Grant. There are secrets and lies. Does that mean he's also a murderer as they gear up for the trial? Um, I'm of two very beautiful minds about this. And one is, if I were to write a purely objective review about the miniseries, like if I were to write a review for the New York Times, say, I would call it out for a lot of like trickery and nonsensical plotting. It's six episodes and every episode ends with some sort of cliffhanger or reveal, which is basically meant to cast doubt about someone who maybe could or should have been a suspect or could or should not be a suspect. Um, but that's basically just done to give you some cliffhangers. It doesn't mm -hmm. actually help a lot of the story along. It's not, it's not a sophisticated piece as written. I'm not even sure I think Nicole Kidman, who whose face cannot emote at all, is great in this. Um, it's, I mean, it's like, kind of like a CEC Plus level uh, miniseries, objectively. But we binged the hell out of it. And we loved every second of it. And we were in for the ride. And it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. More positively, I can also say Hugh Grant is terrific and continues this sort of late 50s comeback that he's got going on. Um, I thought he was great. And Donald Sutherland is giving one of the performances of the year, as he usually does. Yes. Um, they're all great. And there are a bunch of other 
New York actors, New York theater actors that pop up in smaller parts at all. Noah Jupe is the name of the actor who plays the song. I thought he was also wonderful, too. We really enjoyed it. And it's so nice to just keep going with a show that doesn't feel like a chore or a bore. We really liked it. Wow, that's excellent. Um, I think that I was kind of on the fence about watching it for some reason, but now I think I might do that. It's six hours. It's pretty easy viewing. Okay, we like it's that. It's one of those um, where every single time Nicole Kidman's character does something, you're like, you're an idiot. Why did you do that? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you go here? Why didn't you say that? It's not really plausible. It's not Agatha Christie-level plotting, but it's sheer fun. <laughs> it's not, it's not campy. It's just it's the kind of thing that would have been like uh like a couple night ABC or CBS miniseries back in the day. Right. You know, you put Valerie Bertinelli in it or something, and it's fun. Critics don't really have much to say. It doesn't factor in at awards time, but but people would tune in. Um, do you, and do you- now. Did the critics say any? Because did the critics weigh in on this? Because I will say it has that sort of pedigree of, like when you say like the ABC two miniseries, you know, two day or whatever miniseries with Valerie Bertinelli. It's like oh my god, but this the casting is and the you know David E. Kelly. Like this is a prestige project. Yeah, especially because both of them, David Kelly and um, Nicole Kidman, had thrived with Big Little Lies just a couple seasons ago together, which was a huge deal for HBO. And um, this at first feels a little bit like an East Coast version of that, um, even though the source material is very different. Um, There is a bit of that. There's no way around it. It is an event. It is prestige TV. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if, you know, as a souffle, I don't think the writing actually uh, holds up to it. and that's and actually know, true of another one that I watched recently. But what were you going to say? Well, I was going to ask you, um, like, I know that you haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. I don't. I assume you haven't read the book. I haven't. Do you think the failure was in the book or do you think the failure was in the adaptation? No. From what I know, it sounds like it's in the adaptation. Okay. Um, what I know about the book is that it is less enmeshed in um, the highest echelon of Manhattan society um, which just because you show these elaborate apartments and drivers going to and from the Hamptons to the Upper East Side and, you know, these expensive clothes, there's no actual commentary about class. There just isn't. Gotcha. Um, in fact, the victim seems to be lower class, but we don't really know that. We kind of just think that because her husband's a minority. Um, right. So I don't think there's any class commentary. What I do know is that in the book, the, I think, identity of the killer is revealed much earlier. And it's more about how other characters respond to and and deal with this versus the movie version, which is a guessing game until the very end. Okay, gotcha. Okay. As to, you know, as to both perpetrator and mode. Gotcha. All right. Um, but it was but it was a lot of fun. But I think that's where and it's a shame because I mean I don't think there's a better writer than David Kelly. But this feels kind of like the kind of plotting he would do on an individual episode of The Practice or LA Law. Right. Say. Which isn't which is not to slight that work. It's just that work is not typically elevated to kind of like the prestige event status that this really seemed to be. This was one of the big fall entertainment events. Right. 
All right. So what else did you see? So then we kind of followed suit on HBO Max. We watched The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuoco of The Big Bang Theory. And that's on HBO Max, which I did get over the weekend. Well, now you're set. So I, so this is something that I can watch. Yay. Okay. You can. And again, if you like it, it's really quick watching and you'll just want to keep going from one episode to another. I think I would have had a, not a worse, but a less engaged viewing experience if I had watched week to week, which I think is how they dropped it. The Undoing also aired from week to week, but that, that, that's still cable fare. This is, um, I'm pretty sure between around Thanksgiving into the end of 2020, it was one episode a week for the flight attendant. So Kaylee Cuoco plays the title character, who's a kind of troubled young woman. Um, and she drinks a lot. She's promiscuous. Um, she seems to have some family demons. Uh, she hooks up with a passenger from one of her flights uh, and wakes up in the morning and he's dead. Like, rather violently murdered, I will say. Um, and that's all before the cold open of the first episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> So then it's, it's, you know, it's a bunch of things. It's, she's going to try and find out what happened because she doesn't really remember. She's trying to save herself and sort of solve the crime. And so she inserts herself into a bunch of unnecessary situations, um, some of which are completely dramatically unnecessary. I think it's filler. Um, there are some characters that also serve, like they do a little bit in The Undoing is Red Herrings. Um, same sort of structure where it builds to the end of every episode is some sort of cliffy, some sort of um, distraction or storytelling decoy, but but then you keep going. I will say, I did call pretty much who done it on this. Okay, show. all right. But but I also didn't care. It's kind of, for me. It didn't really matter. Um, because I was enjoying it. There is a lot of sort of pop psychology involved in this. Um, the structure is such that the murder victim mm -hmm. from the flight attendant, who's played by Michael or Michelle Wiesman, who was on The Haunting of Hill House, and I think yeah. also Bly Manor and Game of Thrones. So he's the guy. And then in dead form, he is part of Kaylee Cuoco's character's conscience as she tries to figure out what happened. And also she, she starts to learn things about her own past that she has repressed, um, which is very divisive, but, but worked enough. Um, Rosie Perez is on as a fellow flight attendant. Um, her story thread actually feels a, a little too um, disconnected. Uh, T.R. Knight from Grey's Anatomy is mm -hmm. here as her Kelly Cuoco's brother. It was nice to see him. I wish he had a bit more to do. Um, but yeah, it was it was certainly entertaining, and I know it has been renewed. So I don't know how they will continue the story for future seasons or come up with simply new adventures for future seasons. Um, and though she's not always great uh in a lot of moments kaylee cuoco is impressive uh i'll give her that yeah it's kind uh, of it was fun. i don't think of her as um you know I, I think of her for comedy i never think of her for something do you know what i mean yeah and they lean into a lot of 
kind of comedic and snarky delivery. Um, but but when there are moments that are heavy, I feel like she does an admirable job of handling a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I keep saying the word fun, but but fun was had over these fourteen hours, and I can't always say that. Well, that's good because um, so fun. So I do important. I do recommend them both, and they were uh, really a nice, uplifting way, uplifting, a nice way to end the year watching wise. Which, as we said just last week, uh, could sometimes feel tedious and was often mundane and not always rewarding. Um, so those were fun, and I would not be surprised if Flight Attendant gets a, a few Golden Globe nominations in the drama series category, and if Kaylee Cuoco even won. Because they like to be kind of contrarian and put their stamp on something before someone else gets to it. And I think this could be that thing. Right. All so right. that's what I want. Did you see anything? Do anything? Read anything? I did, like actually. I did and I did. Oh, good. Um, so do you, do you know that show on Amazon Prime Hunters? I haven't watched it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It is wonderful. Tell me more, because it it's, sounds kind of heavy. It is, and it isn't. So basically, it's um, it's set in the nineteen in nineteen seventy seven New York, and it's uh, basically uh, this young Jewish, I mean, kid. He's I think he's like nineteen or twenty. Um, he's being raised by his grandma, who survived the Holocaust. Right. And she ends up getting murdered and he sees the murder in the house. And it's sort of like he ends up kind of like, you know, going down this rabbit hole when he tries to like figure out what happened to his grandmother and, you know, why she, you know, why she was murdered. And he ends up finding out that she is involved in this secret group of, of Nazi hunters. And they have come, they've gotten together and they're like hunting down Nazis that are living in hiding in the United States. And they're sort of exacting, you know, exacting revenge um, right. or, or really more like fighting a war. Because let's say, I mean, like revenge, that's no, no, it's a war. Um, and it is so it is so well done it is very heavy material and um it, especially when they're going into flat because they do go into flashbacks so you get the backstory uh -huh. yeah. of what happened in the camps um in auschwitz and um i think it, i think it might only be out so far we've only seen auschwitz and how uh, much have you watched i think we're into like the third i'm into like the third or fourth um episode um and but it's sort of because of like when it's set it it breaks into these moments of of like it's almost like a black black blah 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 black exploitation oh. film um so it is because it's like obviously very reliant on period and um and so all of a sudden like like the the kid um is it logan lerman jonah who's played by logan lerman yeah so Jonah and his friends are like at Coney Island, right? Like hanging out. 
And then the next scene and they, they have this conversation and they're, they're smoking like this huge ass joint and they get really, really stoned. And then all of a sudden they're doing like this sort of like dance down the boardwalk that everybody joins in on. And it's mm. like, and it's kind of surreal. And, and you're like, this should be so out of place yet. It is an absolute delight and it's so much fun to watch. And so it has like little moments like that. And then there are also like, you know, obviously they're, they're, you know, they're, Plot, planning and plotting with their team of them that go into like these places the, to find Nazis and and so and take them down and so of course there are always screw ups which actually also lightens the you know like w- what happens when they screw up especially with Jonah <laughs> he's never done this before he's a kid you know he comes in he bumbles everything and they're kind of cleaning up his mess oh. um you know there is uh, you know so th- and there are just the, the supporting characters that are kind of there for a bit of comic relief too um and the cast is spectacular and you know Al Pacino has kind of been billed as like the big lead and I think that he might is, is he's kind of the weakest link um, to, actor wise or character wise? Actor wise. Oh, is he sticky? Is yeah, he very loud? sticky. Very sticky. I mean, you know, I know some of the um, critic complaints was that like um, the the accents, I, they I, were schmaltzy, um, mm-hmm. and and he is. I mean, he definitely is, right? But then you've got him like with Saul Rubinek and Carol oh, Kane. Oh who are just absolutely marvelous. And Kate Mulvaney, who plays a, a British nun, is she's an absolute hoot. And Josh Radner, who is like this kind of oh. half-assed movie star. You know, he's kind of more like a legend in his own mind. You know what I mean? And he, and he is absolutely hysterical. They had him doing a, um, a it was like a TV, um, like it was like a mock TV commercial with like this little kid, and it was just absolutely hilarious. And now I wish I could remember what it was about, um, but it was really funny. Um, but anyway, so so it 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 has these very heavy moments, but they get really lightened up by the style um, that the that the show is working in, um, and I've we've been really enjoying it. Oh, good. I'm glad. I hope it continues. And it's coming back at some point for another season, right? I think it is. Let me see here. Yeah, it says that there's another season coming back. Um, You know, so I don't, obviously, I haven't watched the whole thing. So I don't know where they, you know, how far they got in this last season. Right. Um, But, you know, it opens up with like, one of the Nazis who is hiding out is actually like, in the Senate, like in the U.S. government. So so I think that there are sort of also these kind of inter- interesting sort of parallels um, going on or, or nods to kind of what's happening, you know, here, you know, like the Nazis are in the White House. Do, do you know what I mean? Right. You know, yeah. like there, I, there, I, I there get, is some sort can, of like interesting that. commentary that sort of comes up. I have no idea if they did it on purpose. Um, I, I imagine that they did, um, you know, nothing happens in a vacuum. But then again, who knows, you know, it could have just been, you know, it, it could have just been a complete accident. Um, but that was, you know, really kind of, uh, again, really kind of fascinating to watch, especially um, right now. And I think it's I think it's very well done with the exception of Al Pacino, which is like one of those things that I never thought I would say. Yeah, it's true. You know, Al Pacino, you are the week weakest. Holds out long enough. Yeah. 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 You know, it's kind of, it's, you know, I have to say it hurts because I feel the same way about De Niro now when I see him act. 
Um, and I'm like, Ugh, get him off the screen. You know, and I just want to be like, yeah, maybe you two ought to hang it up. And they were like, you know, the two of the greatest actors of our generation. And, well, and still are. But yeah, now they seem to ham it up a lot. I would say a generation. Because I don't see Dustin Hoffman doing this shit. Um, no, I mean, like, maybe in Meet the Fockers. But not, oh, yeah. no, I mean, not as routinely. No. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and again, it's not like it's not like a misstep where Pacino did a job, like did a role that he really like you're like, oh, this was just a bad role. Like it could be a really good role. I just think that he's yeah, he's just he's too heavy handed. Yeah, no, that's and it's a show that I hope we'll get to at some point. Yeah, I, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. And I mean, just to see. You know, Carol Kane and Saul Rubinek is just worth the the price of admission, frankly. Yeah, definitely. They're both great. Yeah. I, the, cause so so the supporting cast is there, um, too. And and the kid and the guy that plays Jonah, Logan Lerman, who I don't think I knew before this. Um, oh, he's really good. He is quite good. He is excellent. So um oh no, I did know him. He was Percy Jackson. Yes, good. he was in the lighting fit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he was he's really, really good. Um so he's actually like almost 30 but he still gets away with playing such young characters because of how he looks i would have um, never guessed that he was 30 no um no you wouldn't have but no he's done god he's done like a ton of stuff um and he's always very impressive in it um he's in that movie shirley that i actually turned off halfway the one about shirley jackson with elizabeth moss and i didn't turn it off because of him um <laughs> but but he was in that and uh a movie not many people saw but uh, Philip Roth adaptation called Indignation um, that he was really good in. He's also good in The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, and I think he's been quite impressive in all of it. Yeah, he's um, he's very, very good. I'm surprised that he hasn't been... Has, has, he, has he had any nominations for anything? Um, maybe as a child actor? Um... Like, he was in that show Jack and Bobby with Christine Lottie, mm -hmm. like, 15 years ago. So maybe he got, like, a Young Artist nomination or something. But in terms of major awards attention, nothing that I can think of. All right. I just wonder if it's sort of, like, right movie, wrong role. You know what I mean? So I would, I would I definitely... I think it's, like, good actor, good movies, not enough of a machine behind him. Right. Um, this would qualify for the Emmys when... I think it already came and went. It this came and went. Because this season that you watched is from a year ago. So that would have been the Emmys that happened last year. He should have gotten some sort of recognition. That's too bad. I, I feel like he should have gotten, you know, I mean, look, I didn't see, I don't, you know, I didn't see a lot of what was nominated. But I feel like he should have gotten some sort of recognition for this, um, for this, for his role. Because I think that he really is doing a very good job. I'm sure he is, and it makes me want to. Hearing that makes me want to watch it more. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I would. I want you to watch it because I would be very curious to see what you think. Because, like I said, it is so hyper stylized. Um, you know, oh, there's an FBI agent also who's like looking into these murder because, like, they're now like they're killing these Nazis, and so it's sort of also really interesting to see um, how they're they're actually they're actually criminals even though what they're doing is understandable and kind like of Dexter. a good thing 
Yeah. yeah, kind of like Dexter, exactly. Yeah, like that Dexter. Where and you're like, and now like this FBI agent is like hunting them down, and the Nazis are also hunting them down. Right. Um. So you know, it's gonna, it's just gonna escalate. So anyway, um. Yeah, I, it's it's a great. It's it's a very enjoyable, uh, show. So I would I would be very curious to know what you think of it. Yeah, I'll let you know when we catch up to it. Cool. Oh, we did want to talk about one other movie that we had a lot of fun watching. And you can see this, too, as it is available on Hulu called Save Yourselves, um, which came out, however movies came out in the last year, about four months ago. Not even. Um, And it stars a couple that live in Brooklyn, I think Greenpoint. And they're, like, smart enough to call themselves out on how sort of bougie and addicted to technology they've become so they decide to do like a week-long vacation where they go off the grid they go upstate and um no no internet no phone no computer no no connection at all to the world beyond the two of them and while the two of them are detached from the world a sort of uh, cataclysmic event happens that they are the last to know about because they're not they're off the grid (laughs) so it's and it is a comedy um so they have to you know make sense of what's happening and then figure out a way to survive it all and it's actually i really 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 enjoyed it and without hitting you over the head it actually has some not so uh you know they're important things the messages that they say um and the couple is played by josh reynolds who Oh, uh, John Reynolds, who's in Stranger Things and also on the show Search Party. Um, and Sumita Mani, I think. Sumita Mani. I'm being coached in the background. Um, who was on Glow. She was okay. one of the wrestlers on Glow. So whether you know it or not, you've actually seen the, the two leads um, before. Um, but I really liked it. <clears throat> Again, these are all fun things that I saw. Yeah, that sounds like a really fun premise too. I would, I think, I would it is. Like to see it, that. it definitely is, and they don't blow it in the last act, which I find a lot of these things sometimes do. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. So yeah, those were all very rewarding exercises in being a watcher, and a really novel way to close out the last year and dive into the new one. So here we are, and I'm hoping that we can keep it up. Me too. As always, we're open to suggestions. We we watch the streamingses, and we watch the movies and the TV showses and, and everything. So if you guys are into something and want us to talk about it, let us know. Um, in the meantime, roll on over to iTunes and give us five stars. Crawl, walk. However you need to get there. I just give us the goddamn stars. (laughs) Oh, Karen, desperation looks good on you. I know. I try. Um, And then I'm going to go to bed. It's time for bed. Um, Again, you guys, we wish you well in the new year. We thank you for, for being a part of us. And we'll see you next week on the Boulevard. See you then. Bye.